0: Hello, my name is Janelle, and welcome to the Genuinely Janelle podcast. I believe everyone's stories, including my own, matters. Stories help me gain a better understanding of myself, the world, and connects me with other people. So I hope through the stories of my life and the conversations I have with others, you will one day find the confidence and courage in your voice to share your story. Now, let's hear a story. Last week, I shared on my Instagram story that I didn't publish or record a podcast episode because I wanted to prioritize taking care of my mental health. I found out recently that two people I met and had the opportunity to share a few memories with passed away. Although they are not a part of my close circle of family, friends, and loved ones, I believe their lives and the legacy of their lives are still valuable. Their respective deaths brought me to a place of intense sadness where I cried and there were so many thoughts running in my mind that took a lot of emotional and mental energy It reached the point where I consciously knew I was experiencing the symptoms similar to when I was clinically diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder and major depressive disorder. So I decided to prioritize my mental health and take care of myself by allowing myself to go through my emotions and thoughts as well as canceling and rescheduling my plans for the remainder of the week. I also isolated myself as much as I could for a brief moment because I knew that I just needed time to myself to be okay. And I wanted to make sure that I didn't displace or project any of the negative emotions and thoughts onto someone else. So to the family, friends, and loved ones who are listening to this episode right now, I want to thank you for your love, patience, support, respect towards my boundaries, and understanding. I believe mental health breaks, or just breaks in general where you take moments to yourself to recharge and rest, is something we all should do and incorporate in our everyday lives. I know many people would consider me as a busy person, which is true (laughs) to an extent but it has led to many misconceptions about me. So for today's episode, I'm going to debunk the misconceptions people may have about me, particularly in being busy and productive. One misconception people may have Especially when they see my Google Calendar is that being productive means maximizing every waking moment of the day. Yes, I utilize Google Calendar and I want to acknowledge that my Google Calendar may look a little bit overwhelming to the eyes of others, especially to those who don't typically use it. I also admit that when I share my Google Calendar with my friends, I always preface it with a warning so that it's not a complete shock to them when they open it and see it. So I understand why people would assume after looking at my Google Calendar that being productive means maximizing every waking moment of the day. However, I want to make it clear that being productive is not about maximizing every waking moment of the day. Instead, being productive is about consciously choosing when to use your energy, when to rest, as well as not living life so rigidly ruled by your calendar. Yes, I like to keep track of everything I do throughout each day on my Google Calendar, but I do it with the following intentions. 1. I got slightly paranoid after listening to a podcast where a guy was charged for a crime just because he couldn't quite recall where he was on a particular day at a particular time. So I know that this might not happen. But if ever, in the case, I get randomly interrogated by a police officer, or if someone casually asks me what I did in the past, you know, I have the receipts or the proof through my Google Calendar. What I did, where I was, who I was with, what time frame of the day it happened, and all that small little logistical details. Number two, since I color code my calendar, tracking everything I do throughout each day helps give me a better visual layout of what areas of my life I'm directing the most energy at every week. On Google Calendar, there are 12 colors and each color represents a different, particular area in my life. Flamingo represents family, tomato represents exercising and stretching, banana represents appointments, hang out with friends and meetings, tangerine represents work, sage represents miscellaneous events and naps, basil represents birthdays, peacock represents special events and parties, blueberry represents alpha phi omega related events since I currently serve as the community advisor for my respective chapter, lavender represents reminders, grape represents church and spirituality. Graphite represents self-care practices and sleep. And lastly, white represents any event that hasn't been completely confirmed. So I consider it as an event that's on hold. So by color coding my Google calendar and keeping track of everything I do, I like to look at how I invested my energy and time at the end of every week. And that way, I can determine what areas in my life I want to improve upon for the following week. Since I took a mental health break last week, the dominant color on my Google Calendar from last week is graphite because I did a lot of self-care practices and I slept a lot. For this week, my intention is to maintain my self-care practices, but also invest more energy and time into catching up with friends, taking care of my dogs, and working out. So instead of my calendar being dominantly graphite, there are more colors, which is a visual representation of me trying to balance the priorities in my life. It's a misconception that people think me being productive means maximizing every waking moment of the day. I don't wake up thinking, okay, I have 20 24 hours I need to figure out what I'm going to do every minute of every hour today no instead I wake up and think alright I have certain things planned today but we'll see how things go I acknowledge that we all have 24 hours in the day and we all have our own unique way of investing our energy and time throughout the day I don't believe in living my life so rigidly ruled by my calendar The only thing really consistent in my schedule is work. Aside from that, I don't consistently wake up early every day. I like to nap every other day, and I'm simply trying to balance out the different areas and priorities of my life every week. This leads to the second misconception people may have, which is that I'm so busy it's difficult to hang out with me. Aside from work, I'm a community advisor for Alpha Phi Omega Alpha Delta Chapter. I nap. I run errands with my mom, I journal, I spend time with my family, I spend time with my partner, I take care of my dogs, I work out, and so much more. So yes, I admit that I have many things going on in my life, but that doesn't necessarily mean that I'm too busy to hang out with other people. If you're into constant spontaneity, I just want to let you know that it's not as easy to hang out spontaneously with me as it was before. Because nowadays, I like to take into consideration of my emotional, physical, and mental energy honor my commitments and I'm honestly trying to save money however if there are people who do want to hang out with me I always try my best to be as flexible as I can with my schedule which is why I don't typically share my availability first instead I like to ask people for their availability first and if in the case I'm not available at the time slots they provide to me I'll communicate it with them so that we can work together in finding a time that works for the both of us so yes I may have a lot of things going on in my life but it's not difficult to to hang out with me. If you do wanna hang out with me, all it takes is the mutual effort and communication. And I'll always do my best to collaborate with you to find a day and time that works for the both of us. If in the case I am on a tight financial budget, I need to take a mental health break, or I need to cancel or reschedule plans, I'm not afraid to communicate that with you. I also appreciate when other people are able to communicate that with me because I respect and understand that life will not always go in accordance to our plans. So there are going to be times that we need to cancel or reschedule plans in order to immediately prioritize other areas in our life this leads to the third misconception people may have which is that being busy and productive means every day I check everything off my to-do list I love making lists and one of my strength themes is input so yes of course I create and have a to-do list in fact I actually have a Google Doc where I outline my general weekly to-do list and my daily goals I love crossing things off my to-do list however i accept and acknowledge that i don't consistently check everything off my to-do list there are days where i'm able to get all the things that i need and want to get done then there are other days where i'm only able to complete three out of five goals or maybe none of my goals at all and that's okay As I mentioned before, life will not always go in accordance to our plans. I like to look at each day as a brand new day, and sometimes my goals can change or my priorities will shift. I acknowledge that as long as I'm genuinely putting my best effort in what I'm doing or what I set my eyes to do, that is enough. If I'm fortunate enough to wake up the next day, I take that as a sign that God isn't done with me yet and I have another day to accomplish my goals. So no, I don't consistently check everything off my to-do list and I refuse to feel guilty or shame myself when that happens. The fourth misconception people may have about me is that being busy and productive equates to the hustle culture. For those who are unaware of the hustle culture, it's defined as the behavior of devoting as much of your day to working. Let's be real here. Life is a hustle. In the words of my partner, if you want to achieve the goals you set for yourself, it requires the act of hustling. In other words, actions are necessary in order to transform your dreams, goals, and visions into a reality. However, I don't support the concept of hustle culture where you're constantly devoting as much of your day to working. I believe and love having a work and life balance and I love the opportunities to rest. So when people equate me being busy and productive to the hustle culture, I think it's kind of funny if you don't personally know me and it's actually low-key offensive if you do know me. Anyone who really knows me, especially if you've known me for years, should know by now that one of my life mottos is work hard and smart, play harder. I'm not even going to downplay the fact that I have a really great work and life balance I currently work full-time hourly and I'm really thankful to be in an organization and a position where I get to do what I love when I'm working I'm really focused on what I need and want to do for the day and I make sure to take my breaks then as soon as it's 4 30 p.m. I clock out and I'm done with work for the day so once I'm done with work I'm not going to think about work and I prefer to not talk about work unless you ask me about it or there's something that happened that day that I want to share with you In that way, I create a mental and physical boundary between work and my personal life. There's that famous phrase, what happens at Vegas stays at Vegas. And I think along the lines of, what happens at work stays at work. With the exception if it's something I genuinely want to share with you or something that's happening at work to me that will directly affect you. Yes, I work hard, but I also work smart by strategically prioritizing tasks and finding ways to improve processes to be more efficient. In that way, I'm able to do more work in less time so that I can devote the saved time I have into other areas. As I mentioned before, I have a great work and life balance. When I'm not working, you can find me catching up and hanging out with my friends, dining at restaurants, exploring San Diego, going to bars, Disneyland or the club napping, reading a book, spending time with family, traveling outside of San Diego, and watching shows or videos on Disney+, Plus, Hulu, Netflix, or YouTube. We have a lot of subscriptions. <laughs> I believe it's important for me to have a life outside of work, be able to treat myself, and do things I genuinely enjoy. In order to have a work and life balance, I believe it's important for me to set boundaries and follow through with them. Due to this pandemic, I'm working remotely, which means I no longer have the physical boundaries between home and work. However, I continue to set boundaries by incorporating self-care practices in what I do, saying yes to things I know I will genuinely be able to commit to, and then communicating to people when I need to change or reschedule plans, or if I'm unable to meet a deadline, saying no to things that conflict with my core values and are genuinely not my interest, separating my personal tabs of the internet from my work-related tabs, spending time with myself to allow myself to acknowledge as well as process how I feel and the thoughts going in my mind, still clocking out at 4.30 p.m., taking time to recharge and rest, and many more. The fifth misconception people may have about me is that by being busy and productive, I constantly have huge goals and I mainly focus on extrinsic rewards. We all have our own respective big goals and a few of my big goals are becoming the CEO or part of the leadership team of a nonprofit organization, being able to support my parents when they grow old and retire, getting married one day, owning a house, paying off my credit card debt, raising children, and so much more. I believe that in order for my goals, dreams, and visions to become a reality, I must put action towards them. However, I'm not going to revolve every single thing that I do every day solely towards those big goals. I acknowledge that in my life, I do have dreams, goals, and visions, and I'm doing what I can to transform them into reality, but the external things and the extrinsic rewards are not the ultimate end goal. I like to focus more on cultivating intrinsic motivation, being present in the moment of my journey, and feeling joy. Yes, I've made plenty of power moves that people can physically see, but as I mentioned in my previous episode, my friends and loved ones coined the nickname Queen of Power Moves for me because it's with the mutual understanding that the power moves I've accomplished were more than just the adventures and the things they could physically see. With the way that I'm humble, open, and transparent about my life and my struggles, my family, friends, and loved ones were able to recognize the best and most important power move I made, which was the internal growth, healing, love, and shadow work I did and continue to do. There is this belief that happiness comes from the extrinsic rewards or attaining those dreams, goals, and visions. But I believe joy is more important than happiness. Happiness is fleeting, and I aim to experience the kind of joy where even when life doesn't go according to plan, I still have the confidence and comfort that everything will be okay. The sixth misconception people may have about me is that because I'm busy and productive, I expect other people to be like me. One of my strength themes is individualization, which means I'm intrigued with the unique qualities of each person and I like to figure out how different people can work together. I believe and recognize we're all unique individuals and that no one will ever be exactly like someone else or exactly like me. So of course I don't expect people to be exactly like me. As the ate, the eldest sister and sibling in my family, I've always had this mentality that I don't want my younger siblings to be like me. Instead, I want my younger siblings to be themselves, and I'll always be here to support them in any way I can to be their best selves. I carry the same mentality with my friends. Yes, I believe that the people who are within your closer circle of friends should be on a similar wavelength as you, but that doesn't mean that they should be exactly like you. We all have our own unique way of defining productivity. For instance, one person in my life considers it a productive day after work when they unwind and watch YouTube videos. Another person in my life considers it a productive day by applying for jobs for a couple of hours and then playing video games for another couple of hours. Another person in my life considers it a productive day when they finish watching a season of an anime. We all have different definitions of what it means to be productive, and as your friend, I'll support you in any way that I can, and all that matters to me is that your heart and soul is filled with joy. Lastly, the seventh misconception people have is that being busy and being productive are the same thing. Yes, I am busy and productive. Yes, it is possible to be busy and productive. However, as a friendly reminder, being busy is a whole different concept from being productive. I say that I'm busy and productive because although my typical week is filled with various events and my Google Calendar typically looks really complex, Each event has a specific intent that aligns with either my core values or one of the eight areas of self-care. My schedule is pretty flexible and I do things with intent and purpose. It is possible to be busy and not productive because being busy is about working harder while being productive is about working smarter. It's also possible to be productive and not busy because being productive is fueled by purpose, whereas being busy is fueled by perfectionism. There is a stark difference between being busy versus being productive, and I acknowledge that I'm both because I've managed to find the balance or the sweet spot between the two that works for me. As I mentioned before, it is possible to be busy and productive, But as a friendly reminder, being busy is a whole different concept from being productive. If you're feeling guilt and shame for not being productive, I encourage you to take the time to yourself and reflect on the source of your shame to find out why you have those feelings. Does your shame stem from society's standards? Does your shame stem from what you think other people expect from you? Or does your shame stem from you not meeting your own expectations? These are only a few guiding questions, and you may end up asking yourself more questions as you self-reflect. At the end of the day, I hope that by debunking the misconceptions people have about me being busy and productive encourages you and inspires you to create your own definition of productivity. We all have our own unique examples and definition of what it means to be productive. I hope that amidst this difficult time of experiencing this pandemic and anything else you're going through right now, by listening to this episode, you no longer feel guilt or shame for being productive on your own terms. Thank you so much for allocating time in your day to listen to this episode. I look forward to sharing another story of mine in the next episode. Stay tuned and in the meantime, I hope you have a relaxing and productive day.